Welcome, everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with The Wall Street Resource, and joining me is Bill Varner. He's the CEO of Select Interior Concepts. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Jeff, and good morning to all your podcast listeners. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, So for those who aren't familiar with the company, can you just give us a quick overview of uh, Select Interior Concepts? Sure, Jeff. Happy to do so. So Select Interior Concepts, or SIC as we refer to it, and that is in fact the NASDAQ ticker, is a leading installer and distributor of interior uh, building products. Um, We offer high-value, high-margin home interior products, um, and we have two segments that we operate through. First is our architectural services group, which provides both natural and engineered stone as a distributor. And then our residential design services business, which installs flooring, cabinets, countertops, and other uh, interior components into residences. We do this, Jeff, through um, three different end markets, essentially. The uh, single family market is our largest and that comprises approximately 66% of our revenue. Um, Repair remodel, another very important end market for us, um, comprises 25%, and that is almost exclusively in our uh, ASG group or our architectural services group. And then um, overall, as you look at our total revenues, new construction represents, oh, 75% of the revenues of SIC with repair and remodel, um, approximately 25% of our revenues. Okay. So so when you go um, into the design group, are, are you guys providing the people who, who help you make the choices when you buy a new home, or are you just pr- providing the materials for that? No, that's a great question. So we actually operate through 31 different locations Um, which includes 17 design centers. And so we have in-house designers which work with the new home buyer um, who has purchased a home from a builder, and we help them, in fact, in their choices of what um, they are able to acquire um, as a result of an individual builder's uh, selections. And then through the process, we show them alternative offerings which they can purchase at a, an extra expense. Okay. So I'm certain it's a large market. Can you give us an idea of the size of your addressable market and the competitive landscape and, and where you guys fit into that? Yeah, happy to do so. So the total market, addressable market, is, is enormous. It's directionally $30 billion. The residential design services plays uh, in approximately a $20 billion market. And the uh, ASG business, which is distribution only, um, is playing in about a $6 billion market. And we think of it as $3 billion being in the stone side slab and uh, $3 billion being in the tile side of the business. Yeah, when I think about the competitive landscape, um, and what it looks like. It's a, it's a very fragmented market in, in both of our businesses. And uh, we are clearly uh, in the top three of uh, the providers in the marketplace 
and are certainly uh, growing and looking to grow, you know, at a relatively rapid base. So what makes you stand out or gives you a competitive edge? Yeah, so I think scale matters in this business. Um, And we clearly have the scale. Um, Our ability to provide value-added installation services on the RDF side of the business is, is very critical to the builders who, as you know, are building at a frenetic pace today. And on the, on the ASG side, clearly uh, the quality of our showrooms, um, in which we have 21 design showrooms uh, in that particular business, and our, our resident designers really provide a value add to our customers as well as their customers. Okay. Now, now your customers are, are who? And so our customers are varied. So we sell direct to builders. We sell to fabricators who are fabricating stone. We certainly call on and work with architects as well as designers. Okay. And, and then what channels are, are you reaching these? Is it all in, in-house salespeople or, or, or how are you getting to them? Yes, yeah, so we use, for the most part, an internal sales force to reach out to our uh, various customers. Um, we deal, as mentioned, in both single family. We're in multifamily. We're moving more into assisted living. Um, we deal with production builders, semi-custom builders, and in some cases, um, actually custom builders themselves. Okay. And then in terms of the installation, are you guys doing that? Are you subbing it out? Um, We actually have a a mix, Jeff. In in many of our businesses and locations across the country, we have our own employees who perform the install. In other markets where the norm is somewhat different, we have dedicated seconded labor or subcontractors that we use for the installation uh, of our materials on the RDS side. Okay. And then can you give us an idea of um, your your sales mix in terms of uh, residential, commercial, um, stone, tile? Yes. So residential, um, on the residential side of the business, um, it is approximately 66%. Um, and the majority of that is in single family. However, we do perform about 9% of our revenues on the uh, multifamily and some what I would call, you know, very light commercial. Um, and then, as I uh, mentioned previously, the repair and remodel component of our business is primarily in the architectural services group but that represents directionally 25% of the total revenues um, of the company. Okay. And then so how do you guys get get paid? Yeah, we do get paid um, uh, in a variety of ways. The majority of our our revenue model generally is, you know, we are a market-driven fixed-price provider. Um, On the RDS side, we actually – um, share in any upscale that we um, are able to accomplish in working with the builders uh, 
home buyers, and um, it's a revenue sharing model. Uh, and on the ASG side, it's a it's a straight uh, quoted uh, material price that's driven by the marketplace. And then what do uh, gross margins look like, and uh, are they where they should be, or where should they go? Yeah, so our our gross margins on the RDS side are in the 22 to 24% range. And on the uh, ASG side, they're directionally two to three points higher. And I guess I would answer your question, I would like to think that there's no CEO that's happy with where his margins are. So that is something that we are constantly working on and driving, and uh, we have uh, several activities underway as as, uh, you and I speak today towards accomplishing that. And then are you predominantly selling stone or, or tile? What's the mix there? Yes, so we're still early entrants in the tile business. The tile business represents about 8% of, of our uh, stone business. Um, the balance is in both, uh, is in the slab for the most part, and which is mostly in um, both natural as well as engineered. And I would say the engineered component of that is probably 65% directionally um, of the total. Okay. And then sourcing, you know, has is, is that been an issue or, or um, where are you in terms of capacity of being able to continually get stone? Yeah, so these businesses have been around quite a while and have developed extensive relationships all over the world. You know, Jeff, we source today from over 50 different countries. Um, you might remember that um, back early last year, there was um, significant import duties that were placed in tariffs on on stone, particularly the quartz or engineered stone coming out of China. And while that did affect us um, for a very short period of time, we were able to pivot fairly quickly and relocate our sources of supply in order to remain competitive. Um, and we received those from other countries. Has COVID been a, an issue? You know, I think COVID has been an issue for most, com- most companies. Um, certainly during the month of March and, and well into April, in, in many markets, builders were totally shut down. So we were, we were not allowed to, you know, perform any services whatsoever. Certainly that started improving in May, June, July as we went into the year. On the ASG side with, you know, um, almost half of their revenues being in the repair and remodel sector, um, we were really exposed to a, a greater delay in that business. And the primary reason the DIY or do-it-yourself market was exploding, however, wherein it took outside installers to come into people's houses, um, that market continued to suffer into the fall. And certainly that is the market we play in, but we are now seeing a uh, considerable uptick, and uh, we're certainly pleased and happy to see it. So, so given that scale is so important, what's the, uh, the growth strategy? So we have, a, we have a variety of growth strategies, but, you know, for the most part, we clearly want to accelerate, you know, our organic uh, revenue um, as well as our, our earnings growth. And that's going to come in kind of 
a variety of areas. One, we want to add additional products. Um, without a doubt, we have the ability to do that. We have our eyes focused on, on, on several areas. Additionally, we have, having been uh, the company been born through acquisition, you know, we have many locations that might service only flooring in the RDS business, others that are servicing only cabinets, um, and then we have some that service flooring, cabinets, and countertops. So the ability to build out new products and services uh, within the same location is clearly uh, top of mind. On the stone business, we are clearly focused on growing the tile component. It's a large market. It's evolving, and uh, we need to be a bigger part of that. As I, as I look at channels and, and markets, um, clearly on the RDS side of the business, um, there's a growing interest in multifamily. Um, we have been focused on that market just in the last year or two and have grown quite nicely, and there's still a lot of upside. And while in the near, near term um, that market is going to contract, we are such a small player that um, uh, we should be able to gain considerable market share um, and do so very quickly. Also, the assisted living market is very interesting to us, and we are uh, focusing on that. There's a new evolving market uh, in the country right now, which I'm sure many of your listeners may be familiar with, and that's single-family rental properties. And you have now um, a lot of investment groups, as well as even builders, that are building communities that are um, rent-to-own or to-rent-only. And so we are starting to introduce ourselves to that channel and are really making headway. Um, on the ASG side, uh, we primarily deal with the fabricators and have done so um, historically. We, we now have new programs where we are reaching out to production builders directly, the Lennars, the Pultes, the Hortons of the world, um, and are also moving into multifamily um, in this business as well as uh, engineered stone um, becomes more and more popular. Now, are you selling across the U.S. or just a number of states? Uh, both. We're selling across the U.S., but, um, uh, you know, we are limited in our geographic uh, locations. As I mentioned, I think we have a total of 51 locations in total. Um, where we really want to be, Jeff, is in what I refer to as the demographic smile of the United States. And as such, we, we want to be concentrated in the mid-Atlantic, grow down through Florida, across the southern boundaries of the United States, and then certainly back up to the West Coast, um, uh, all the way to the, to the Northwest. Um, our current footprint um, has what I would refer to as a lot of missing teeth in that smile, and um, we plan on uh, building out an expansion of our footprint uh, in the coming years. Is that capital intensive, adding uh, new, uh, new states? You know, it's really not for us. Um, when I joined the business, I, I, I found that to be, be very interested, interesting. And uh, we can greenfield a new location fairly inexpensively and in many cases within the first year uh, be positive on an EBITDA basis. 
And, and then in terms of um, acquisitions out there, are, you know, are there a number of them out there? Or what does that look like? So the industry, um, as it is large, it is also very, very fragmented. So there are a variety of what we refer to as mom and pops or small companies who oftentimes reach a size in which they're uncomfortable continuing to run the business and are looking for a partner. And we are really focused on those, as well as some of the businesses that might have greater scale that bring management talent with them as well. Okay. And then what are some of the gating factors that that inhibit growth? Yeah, well, clearly, um, you know, the economy in general and the ability for new home construction, I would say, you know, are the biggest gating factors and the things that we watch closely. And as as you're well aware, there's a very rosy picture for 21 and and even a more enhanced uh, picture looking out into 22. I was just looking at some numbers this morning, and if you look at the John Burns uh, reporting information, they're expecting single-family to grow at 9% in 2021 and 10% in 2022. Um, Multifamily is expected to be down, as I mentioned, but uh, nominally so in 22, and, you know, we're a small player. The repair and remodel sector, depending on which um, information source you utilize, is expected to be flat to um, up 6% in 21 and up directionally uh, 6% to 8% in 22. So we're pretty excited about that. So it sounds like you're a good way to play housing. If housing's doing well, you guys are doing well. Is that a fair statement? It is a fair statement, and I think uh, interest rates are projected to remain low. That is one of the gating items that you mentioned uh, a minute ago. Um, it plays a critical role in terms of people, the affordability and the individual's um, interest in making the move uh, into home buying. Okay. So as we look out uh, over the next 12 months, what are some of the things we should look for in terms of events or catalysts that uh, can help? Um, You know, we are always um, interested in what's going on generally in the market. Um, Currently, we're heavily focused on bringing new products to the marketplace. Um, We just recently launched a brand-new line of colors, new palettes, on the quartz line. Um, And early, uh, early information, early feedback coming from the sales team is that it's being very, very well received, um, and in fact, it's greatly enhancing our our price mix. Um, on the RDS side, um, you know, we're looking at new product categories, whether that is uh, moving into uh, window coverings or, in fact, home automation. So, hopefully, <clears throat> there'll be more to share in the uh, in the coming months and year and. Uh, I certainly look forward to doing that with you and your listeners. So it, it sounds like when you're talking about adding new products, they are products that fit within your existing channels. Is that correct? It is. And, you know, we're, we're really focused on 
staying within our core, which is, um, you know, being that distributor and installer of interior building products. Okay, so you're not looking to vertically integrate and and all of a sudden get uh, foundries or whatever you call the stone yards. No, we're not. You know, if you look at particularly in the, uh, we do have stone yards um, that go with our design centers. But if you look at kind of the manufacturing um, of stone, I think there's plenty of people out there that's very asset heavy, um, where, as you asked me earlier, um, you know, we're a very asset light business. In fact, uh, we're so asset light that we had uh, uh, the, this past few quarters, you know, anywhere between an 80 to 90% cash conversion rate out of earnings, out of EBITDA. So, you know, pretty strong. So we don't have an appetite at this point into moving into manufacturing. Good. Okay. So anything I failed to ask or anything you want to leave us with? No, I think, look, at the end of the day, there's very favorable industry growth trends. Um, we're fortunate. We have good exposure to counter-cyclical repair and remodel market, which many do not. Um, we have, you know, geographic product as well as channel diversity. Um, and and a really, as I mentioned, a stable core business with strong EBITDA to cash flow conversion. So um, we're comfortable with our capital position. We, we expect it to be enhanced in the not-too-distant future. And so we're real excited. I mean, we're focused on growth, 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 and we want to do that in a very profitable manner. Very good. Well, thank you uh, very much for your time and for sharing the story. Thank you very much to you and all your listeners, and I wish you the best.